Captain's Log number N43-259. In our expedition today, we found records of Hero's journey through the galaxy bound to a destiny only the strong can burden. This is how their story unfolds. Hello and welcome to Celestial Expanse, a real play D&D podcast set in the Celestial Expanse universe. My name is Jason and I'll be playing everyone's favorite heretic elf, Theron. Tonight, you will witness much chicanery, tomfoolery, and if you're lucky, maybe even some ballyhoo. But now, I want to introduce the Prime Minister of Sinister, the Foreman of Fornicating Skyward, the Numero Uno of Rolling Numero Uno, and the third <laughs> most hated GM in podcast history, our friendly hood GM, Matthew. How are you doing tonight, Matthew? Now, wait a minute. How am I the third most hated? Who's number one Lauren, and two? Lauren, Lauren and Sean. Sean. <laughs> <laughs> we also have Ben playing with, playing with us tonight as Rel. How the hell is it hanging, Ben Ben? Okay. After Ben, we have Rebecca playing the friendly and fun-loving Martel. What's shaking, Rebecca? I don't know what's happening. <laughs> and I'm Second a little to last, confused. we have Natalia playing Z. How is your get-up that got down, Natalia? Am I the only one that was prepared for this? Because I actually saw Jason ask for the intro. Oh, no, I saw <laughs> too, but I still wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> it's Jason we're talking about. Eh, fair. Checking notes. Last we have Zariel. Hey, man. Oof. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> so how's everybody doing today? I'm still confused. <laughs> that was fantastic, Jason. Good job. Yeah, that was good. I might have I might have you keep doing that, so <laughs> So how's everybody doing today? <laughs> well, to, to to follow up on that too, um, I literally have had the CE intro stuck in my head, Jason, now for the past like three hours. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> just, yes. Just because I saw you ask and I was like, oh, welcome to the end. It's been running in my head for like three hours now. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Woot. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I called you my favorite, Jason. Jason. That, yeah, that's why you got that. That you was your mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm still trying to figure out what he's talking about when he says it hurts. Are you it's saying feeling? he doesn't have a heart? Yes, that's what I was saying, Rebecca. Thank you. Good. good. <laughs> I'm here for you. Look in your purse. Oh. Oh. Damn, I don't have one of those. Wait, where's my purse? I lost it a long time ago. My bad. <laughs> um, so I heard everybody, but I don't hear Ben. Did he just disappear? Huh? No, I'm here. Okay, Ben's I just haven't just heard you. Silent. Mm. He's, He's the played with Ben long child. enough. You should know. Mm. <laughs> so, does anybody uh, want to tell us what? Tell the group or the listeners what happened last time? Well, Jason's on a roll. Oh, yeah, yeah Jason. <laughs> uh, and so yes, you gotta so, do the whole last time. <laughs> last time on Celestial Expanse, we. Uh, wandered through some sewers, um, said hello in a remote way to some guards, uh, <laughs> went up the stairs, watched Martle try to stuff a body into a box backwards. That was after we came out of the closet. After we came out of the closet. Some Is of this, us had further to go be... on that <laughs> one than others. This would be the second time Martle came out of the closet? The second yeah. time Martle's ever ever been in the closet. Ah. Then we went down a long hallway, did some listening, heard some disgustingness, decided to go in, but before we went in, Zariel and Rel decided to go do some pilfering and small uh, thuggery down the hallway. Uh, <laughs> we, were tr- we went to go provide a distraction. Okay, so they vandalized a treasure room, and then we saved everyone, mm-hmm. including a harem of women, uh, and men. And men. One of them being the person that we were sent to save, the heretic of our bartender friend. Theron and Eric had a heart-to-heart moment. Long discussion about their friendship, and then they left via the same sewers back to the bar where Theron picked up a case of wine. That's how I remember it. Pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I think we didn't say hello to those guards as much as we said goodbye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. We shot him in the head. Uh, uh-huh. And Eric uh, mercilessly stabbed one in the neck. 
Uh huh. With, with a pretty sweet dagger that. Um, yeah, I'm the three pronged dagger. Yeah, I'm polishing up my uh, my stealth sleight of hand skills to get me a new dagger like that. Mm. <laughs> I mean, saving to to buy one. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Well, Zariel has a whole bunch of money now. <laughs> well, he has he has a helmet. Yeah. <laughs> also, and a few gold blocks. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, um, so yeah, you guys are at the, the Oasis Tavern, and uh, this is just after Theron, you got that case of wine, and mm-hmm. Eric says, uh, tomorrow, basically, when are we leaving? As soon as everyone's ready. I'm ready. You're not everyone. He's like, so where's your ship? I'll just, I'll bunk up by the, by the engine. You can she'll, do my everything. She'll tell him <laughs> where the ship is at. Uh, you see Eric look at um, Zariel, and he's then just look at he's like, is he gonna be a problem? I have no idea. <laughs> I, on the other hand, Eric, have heretic elf wine. Would you like some? Sure. Come on, man. I'll show you around the ship. You don't have to sleep next to the engine. I will tell you though, the place where I perform surgery. I'm a doctor, you know. <laughs> no, you're not. Eric uh, just looks back and forth. He's like, something tells me you're not certified. Excuse me, everyone in the Oasis Tavern, may I have your attention? No, don't give him your attention. Just ignore him. He is a fool. How many of you in here have put limbs back onto a body surgeon? Raise your hand. Go ahead. please. Raise your hand. This is ridiculous. I have my hand in the air. You're being childish. You see Eric lift his hand up. No shit, Eric. I raise my hand up. Really? Then you have three doctors in your midst, as far as I'm (laughs) concerned. That's not how that works. That is called combat medicine. That does not make you a surgeon. Drinks on the constable. Don't worry about anything else tonight, kids. <laughs> Boy. And I'll take my case and walk to the ship. Z would have liked to have snuck around the bar while he had everyone's attention and be sitting on the floor with a large, like, jar, whatever. What is it called? Bottle. Bottle of whiskey. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Roll me wow. um, stealth. Oh, character sheets would be nice. Hang on. Yeah. I've, I've tried to launch the game like five times and it wouldn't load. Hang on. I'm sorry. And then I'll I roll for you. See? Got Hold on. Are you sure okay. you're not I'm just sure pulling? I'm sure our side hand's what? the same. Why, why don't you have Matt roll? I'm sure that'll go well for oh, you. Oh, yeah. Are you sure you weren't just pulling a Kyle saying <laughs> that you have it open and ready to go and in reality you're scrambling to open it now? That's, that's, just, that's exactly what saying, I just did, Rebecca. <laughs> saying uh, nice rolls doesn't even have his character sheet open. I got a 24. Yeah. It was just random shit. <laughs> a Ooh, nine. That's not, I, I should have helped you. Look what it could have been. See, oh, shit. Wow. It could have been a 23. Um, Wait, suddenly... he technically is helping me because he's distracting the entire bar. <laughs> You're on your own. Even, even if you had advantage, it's still just a twelve. A twelve is better than a nine. <laughs> um, you suddenly feel like you're being lifted up, and you see a not mad but more like annoyed heretic, the proprietor of the tavern. It's like if you needed a whiskey, you could have just asked. <laughs> oh yeah, just you look busy, so thought I, you know, help you out. Appreciate it. Got it. Found it. If you'll just put me on the other side, I'll be good to go. Thanks. He puts his hand out for the bottle that's in your hand. I clutch it to my chest and give, give him very back. large puppy eyes. Give him back the bottle. I give Martle very large puppy eyes. I even pucker my lower lip. Martle's expression does not change. Give him back the bottle. Okay, but Z's gonna take a st- take it, and it's already uncorked. So she's gonna just start gulping until somebody takes it. It's like her. the little kid you try to take juice from. As soon as you put your lips to it, you as soon as it touches your lip, you suddenly feel the bottle's gone from your hand, and it's in the heretic elf's hand, like he knew right away what you're gonna plan on doing, and just sits you on the on the um, bar stool. And you see him pull out not a normal shot glass for whiskey. He actually puts out a bigger one, pours it for you, says, on the house. Uh, Z will very graciously accept that and uh, be like, knew you were good, peeps. You ever need any help around here, you you just let me know. And I will I will chug that thing like it is a shot. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, It burns. I bet it does. Yay. My favorite sensation. Um, You... <laughs> Roll me a history check. A 10. Uh, 
he explains to you that it's actually a uh, Mintaru um, fire whiskey. And despite them being a little frou-frou when it comes to their drinks, they know how to make a good whiskey. Another. I will take another. Fine, sir. I am, he, I am already slurring my words. <laughs> he rolls his eyes and gives you like half of it because he knows how strong this stuff is. What's your name, uh, most gracious host? Uh, it's Edmund. Uh, you you saved my daughter. Oh, right, right. That was you. She's she seems cool. She seems cool. Bad people to get in with, though. Uh, you might want to watch your back. You know, keep her a little safer from now on. Okay, so homework for Z is to listen to the recap before. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that Z wasn't in the conversation about Edmund, so she wouldn't have known his name. It's very possible. Yeah, she she wasn't part of the conversation, so she did not know that. To be fair, most of the time Z doesn't act like a drunken idiot. Yes, exactly. <laughs> now that we've reestablished my character alignment. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So that's 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 Z's plan. It's just to chat up the bartender and mm-hmm. get splashed. Um, is anybody else doing anything else like celebrating? Or I know Theron's guiding um, Eric to the ship so he can bunk down. Martel's just going to swing by each crew member who's not at the ship and just tell them to return once they're ready to go. And then she's going to turn and make her way to the ship. Okay. Uh, Rel, are you doing anything? Uh, I don't think so. I think you're probably just going to head back to the ship. Um, before you do, roll me perception. Perception. Ten. Um, you miss them, but you suddenly feel a... not. A rough hand, but it almost feels like a soft hand. Grab your um, shoulder, the one that's not attached to a cybernetic limb, and turn it around, and you see a a dragonborn. And it seems to be on the more of the slender side, like maybe a feminine dragonborn. And she looks down at you, is like, "You saved my daughter. How can I repay you?" Uh oh, no, it's it's fine. I just you know ha- happy to help. Um, you see her look at you like she kind of like takes her clawed hands to your chin. And is like humble and pretty. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get hurt. Can I see this? Yes. Uh, I just kind of go up to Rail's ear and go, "Do it. <laughs> Do it. Must be done." Uh. You well, suddenly um, hear Edmund yell over the bar, and he's like, Pranathum, quit bothering the heroes. <laughs> <laughs> and you see her look at Edmund and down to you, he's like, and she yells back, but he's so pretty. <laughs> Rel feels pretty. Oh, so pretty. Uh, Ziggy being at the bar and in the middle of this yelling contest will turn around and be like, eh, sure. <laughs> If you're into the slender um, elf look. I think that might be called Twink. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like a skinny slot machine. Uh, I mean, he does have the handle for it. Right. The one-armed bandit. (laughs) So, uh, Rel, you're being uh, not molested, but but have somebody, like, really putting out the moves to you. Yeah. uh, Are you going to try to do something about it? (laughs) Uh... Do it. <laughs> I'm trying to think what Rel would do in this situation. Um, well, he's probably uh no longer pale, but now extremely red. Um, <laughs> probably run away, right? This is uh, Rel we're talking about, not Ben. <laughs> <laughs> well, with Ben, uh, he would like be like does not compute. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I do it out of You are so thing. loved. Yes, yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not sure what Rel would do in this situation. I, I think he's going to just kind of like uh, awkwardly kind of like, just like uh, yeah, th- uh, th- thank, thanks. I, 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 I gotta go. You see her like look down a bit. He's like, okay, goodbye, pretty man. <laughs> uh, and he's going to hurriedly uh, <laughs> leave the bar and head back to the ship. I had way too much fun with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I'll leave with Rel since I was slightly there with that. Okay. Um. So, um, all that's left is Martel. If you and Z. Oh, I was already making my way back to the ship. Mm-hmm. Like after I told everyone, "Hey, once you're ready to go, get on board," then Martel just headed for the ship. 
Okay. Um, we'll go back to Theranen. Um, you're kind of giving Eric the tour of the ship. So here, Eric, let me show you this area here. Now, I will tell you, this is where Martel lost all of her underwear. Not trying to say that she knew where they went, but there was a moment where all of her underpants <laughs> went missing. It was a conundrum wrapped inside of a riddle. It sounds like you need better security on your ship. I don't know. I don't know. She seemed to kind of like it. That's all I'm saying. I see. Mm-hmm. So, do you Would you like any... to see where I perform surgery? <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Telling you, dude, limbs were falling off. And I grabbed a spy pad and bam, leg back on. It was like instant. They give you, you know, uh, doctorates for that sort of thing. So I'm expecting mine anytime soon. I can't even with you right now, Jason. That's not how that works. He kind of looks at you. His helmet's off and he just does an eyebrow. like, typically they don't give you doctorates for just putting a limb back on. It's called combat medicine. Well... Okay. I'm surprised you're able to compensate for the loss of nerve endings. I didn't want to say this aloud, but some are calling it a mirror. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> Three of those and you get sainted. You know that, right, Eric? <laughs> some of them are calling Sainted. it a, an extremely traumatizing experience that they have repressed in the very deep, dark depths of their mind. Saint <laughs> Theron. Saint Theron. It sounds nice, doesn't it? <laughs> um, He just looks at you then at the table is like so is there room for me to sleep or am i just gonna yes to- actually i'll show you down the hall where we totally didn't grow space weed before we got a new captain come on all right he follows you and he looks around and is like you guys certainly live into the in the ship don't you he's like looking at like old like trash and um, like th- thrown onto the ground like old like cups of ramen or something similar and several broken bottles of beer or something like that Nobody's even bothered to clean, I bet. It's the frat shit. Hey, well, Rel probably cleans up. Well, He just probably Rel's hasn't gotten around to doing that. Rel's room is probably the only one that's clean. Martel cleans up after herself. Mm-hmm. Emphasis on herself. Yeah. She doesn't clean up after anyone else. Specifically Z. Come on, I'm the tiniest. My shit takes up the least amount of room. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all by ground height. All right, so I'm going to set up the constable in the old space weed room. If everybody's cool with that. Mm-hmm. You um, see him like give you a nod. And it's like, is there a cot I can borrow? Or I, if I have to, I could just sleep on the floor. I'm sure we can figure out something. Let me uh, take a look around. Actually, you know whose room would be even be better? Come here. I'm sorry. I, I forgot about this completely. Come down the hall. He uh, follows you. I bring him down to our the room that was once inhabited by our favorite now gone warlock nope nope she wasn't a warlock nope nope oh can you edit that what the nope. hell was she what is that her? what did that be my room most likely Dude, you know what i was hoping for you know, i edit the whole damn thing now what i was hoping for is it like it was pink still and shit <laughs> oh it's still pink i will oh. gladly have a pink room thank you <laughs> you know what hold on <laughs> all right let's do it again all right come on <laughs> <laughs> Come on, uh, Eric, I'll show you down to your room. So I've got a great idea. Come here. All right. And I set him up in Zariel's room. Don't worry about uh, any of this stuff here. This is from an old uh, uh, shipmate that is no longer with us. And I start moving Zariel's stuff just off to the side. This could be your room <laughs> if you want to just bump here. Uh, I'm sure there will be no problem. Um, if you're trying to hide Zariel's stuff, uh, give me a sleight of hand. Sure. Well, I'm just, gonna, I'm just setting it off to the side. Mm-hmm. But 14. He doesn't see a thing, and he's just... I think what it is, he's like too busy looking at the walls. Is like, it's pink. Well, you're, you know, we didn't have time to redecorate. Uh, we were gonna bring in, you know, queer eye for the spaceship, but <laughs> they're off this season. So this will be your room for now, and we can redecorate if you stay around long enough. Mm, most likely, that's not gonna happen. Once I get this job done, I'm gone. I figured. Well, you have a nice time. He mm, just like looks around, closes the door, and you kind of hear grumbling a bit, but after that you start hearing the others like coming back onto the ship. I'm going to walk past Zariel and say, whew, this is a tight ship. I'm glad I didn't have to put Eric in your room, Zariel. I would gladly accept him being in my room. So, <laughs> oh, What an odd coincidence. And I just... Uh, <laughs> I go to my room. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. 
Uh, you open the door and you see um, Eric like taking off his armor. He has like um, Under Armour shirt, like completely like cling to his chest, like it's like sculpted uh, marble is what you're seeing on his body, and it's just like perfection to you. I walk in and, he has it back to you. and if he's not naked, I say, "Damn it, so close." You see Eric, like, stop when he's about ready to take his pants off and turns around and is like, this is your room, isn't it? Well, it could be our room. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, bud. You're not my type. And he, like, just starts taking up his, like, stuff, puts his armor back on, and you suddenly hear um, Eric yell is like, Farron! Look at the time. (laughs) Gotta go. What did you do? I put him in a room. What room? What did you do? The empty pink one at the end. Oh, it's not... Im- uh, Immortal will just start that way. Mm. It was empty when I was there. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're terrible. <laughs> well, um, Mortal, when you go down, you see an angry Eric. Like You see him out of his armor. He's like carrying it under one arm with his tote bag under the other. like Still like with his Under Armour shirt like clinging to his chest and all that. And it's like, Mortal? He's terrible. Sometimes I hate him. Follow me, I'll put you in a different room. Just and put then me she'll in the just, engine room. She'll turn and start leading him towards just an empty room that we have. He uh, follows you. You kind of get like the whole like foreboding, like clomping of the feet. Like you can tell he's not happy. Yeah. That shit's- <laughs> and then she's going to get him in that room, make sure that he has like blankets, pillows, towels, whatever, you know, general good host type stuff with as minimal talking as possible Mm -hmm. and he's like not talking at all he's just like making sure everything is where it's needed and he kind of gives you like a nod yeah just like waiting for you to leave yeah as soon as she knows that he has everything that he needs she just turns and walks away and starts to hunt down theron you instantly hear the door like getting closed and all that like almost like a slam that's fine. I have a mission right now. I am hunting down Theron. <laughs> I'm sitting with Rel up front. Theron? Yes, Martel. Uh, I agree. He can be a handful, can he? Always insisting. No. You know that wine you know that wine that we got? We? Yes, that wine that we got. The one that I have, yes. The one that's from our home. Yes. Take a bottle of that and come with me. Oh, I see. It's a little bit of a long journey is what you're saying. I understand. Just take this serious for once. And then she's just going to turn and walk off. <laughs> okay. I'll go grab a bottle and walk after Bartle. Okay. And once we are away from the rest of the crew in probably Marl's room, honestly, mm-hmm. um, she would just kind of take the bottle from Theron and sit down and crack it open and then just look directly at Theron and say, I think in a weird way, I'm dead. What do you mean? I mean, I don't have any goals beyond make sure that the Inquisition pay. That's one more goal than I have. It's not a good goal. I think it's part of what killed me. And what's worse, I'm all alone doing this. I mean, you're here, Rel's here, Z's here, the new kid's here. But I am all alone in my head. I don't have anyone else. You have Lelia which is wonderful for you and for her, even though I oftentimes bellyache about it. But the one time that I try to have someone, I don't. And she'll just take a swig. And it's exactly like you remember. It has like a very um, sweet, subtle flavor with almost like a floral accent in the the end of it. It reminds you of help. She sets the bottle down and pushes it a little bit away from her. So what do you want? I don't know. I want to figure out how to be alive again, but I don't know if I can, because I have been stuck here for so long that every time that we stop somewhere for a while, I have no idea what to do. Do you remember when we found Lelia? Yes. Do you remember what she she said when she, she saw both of us together? Honestly, no. I was still wrestling with the fact that she was actually alive not only actually alive but like thriving as part of this pirate second in command which is really unfair how so look at us we're in a crappy ship we have been 
poor for so long that I am keeping money for the rest from the rest of you all just to make sure that it can go towards the ship. Yeah. She had much of the pirate force to command, and she saw you and you hugged, and she said that she'd been looking for you, which is true. I'd been looking for you as well, and her. And you found me. I did, and I found her. But with all that time and all that ability to search, Lelia wasn't looking. Theron keeps smiling. It's arbitrary. All of this. It's arbitrary. What you do with it. And that's not any motivation talk of you can make your life what it is. I'm saying it's atoms and atoms in motion. It doesn't give a shit. It's arbitrary. And I understand that. But my atoms aren't focused on anything a normal person's are. They're not they're not having a casual conversation somewhere. They're actively looking for someone to hurt them. And the one time that I tried that I thought about being vulnerable with someone that I don't consider a relative, it doesn't work out. And he hates me now. You think he hates you? Yes. He told me so. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> I ruined his life, Theron. He answered your call. He had nothing else to do. Oh, he had a lot else to do. He's Constable Halo there with his cosplay. He has shit to do. He then wonders, like, what is a Halo? <laughs> he has a lot to do. He does not need to go on this little side venture either. He also didn't need to save Edmund's daughter. He doesn't need to do any of that shit. And he certainly doesn't need to do it on your damn ship. The guy's emotionally constipated. Oh no, that makes two of us. That's why you should hang around him, dumbass. <laughs> How can I do that when he has said that he hates me? <laughs> I know he hates me. He's still hanging around both of us. No, he's just... That's what? not hanging around. That is just... He has nowhere else to be. He's sulking in the engine room because his feelers are hurt. But he's still here. He likes you a lot, lot. I don't believe you. <laughs> well, men aren't that complicated. Are you sure about that? Well, I are one, and I know I'm not that complicated. But let me say this. You're also an idiot. That's true. Let me say this, though. <laughs> Eric has zero ability right now to reach out and do something to find you or be around the second you drop him a message. He messages you back and invites you to come see him. Lelia had 10 years and a pirate. Lover, I do. But who do you think wants more? I don't know. Well, I do know and I'm not going to answer that. Well, yep. then it appears not just I am the idiot. Oh, I'm well aware that I'm not the smartest person ever. I'll cork the wine bottle, slide my empty glass over to her, say, you have two glasses and a wine bottle. Come on, it's not. And I'll get up walk out of her. I don't like this! <laughs> You're not supposed to! I'll keep going and close the door. They're in! <laughs> so, Martel, what are you gonna do? Martel's going to pick up the glasses, pick up the bottle, and go knock on Eric's door. Okay, well, before we get to that, we're going back to Z, because she actually never left the bar. Nope! I, I say we leave. <laughs> Z, Z is getting sloshed up at the bar and talking the bartender's ear off. Um, I just kind of see him like just standing behind the bar, just like cleaning a glass. Like, will she ever shut up? <laughs> it's it's kind of like that. Like you see him like clean one of these like oddly shaped glasses made there, made specifically for a type of drink or anything like that. Kind of rolls his eyes every few minutes when you talk, but you're not really paying attention to it because you're sloshed. Yeah. And slosh Z is going, I mean, what did she see in that prank? He smells like sardines. He's a total twig. Rude. Barely even passable for a male, the member of the male species. Wait, maybe that's why why she likes him. Um, she did say she prefers women, but I'm a woman. Look at me. I got all the junk in all the right places. I'm compact. I'm great drinking, buddy. Although I prefer my olives and martini glass. So what's the deal, dude? Edmund, you saw her. What's her deal? <laughs> maybe you see him like rolls his glass a bit looks at it blows into it making sure it's um dry he's like maybe he just maybe she just sees a little bit of her of herself in him maybe 
the whole adage opposites attracts doesn't work for her. Maybe it's the similarities. Who knows? Oh, please. Similarities? How can you get more similar than the same gender, bro? I mean, come on. I'm great in bed. I get lost in the sheets. No, literally. I get lost in, in the sheets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are what? Three foot? Two foot nine. Thank you. He, uh, like, takes, um, the, like, makes a smaller glass and pours some more whiskey. He's like, who knows? Maybe she just doesn't see you that way. Maybe she just sees you as a friend. Nah, admin. No, no, no. I know what she's doing. She's just playing hard to get. I know she feels this. I know she knows there's something there. I just gotta bide my time. Admin, you're a good dude. I know you believe in me. Come on. Come on. Give me another one. She hasn't even seen that she re he refilled a different glass. <laughs> like, um, he, like, lifts it up and, like, shakes it a little bit so you can see it. All right. That was fast, man. Nice. <laughs> it's like, let me ask you this. How long have you worked together with her? We're about over a year. Long enough. It's actually no, I know been, how long. <laughs> it's actually getting close to almost a year and a half, maybe two years now. Yeah, I thought it was like a year and a half or more. Because time is actually relative, not relative, but constant, where it's almost one in one here. Yeah, but Z is drunk most of the time, so she's not going to know. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, as a player, I do know it's mm -hmm. been over a year. But, uh, yeah, you know, long enough, man. Long enough. We have this bond. You know, she's my captain. You know, she even, you know, she does this thing. I love it. It's a, it's a little bit painful. But, you know, every now and then, you know, I, I this is how I know we're electric. She'll just pick me up, you know. She'll pick me up and she'll just, boom, like an airplane right across the room. God, I love it when she does that. <laughs> he looks at you strangely like, doesn't she do that because you annoy the hell out of her? You just said that yourself. I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure that it's, it's, you know, it's a metaphor, man. It's a metaphor. You gotta get down into the metaphor. And he kind of like puts his, his elbow on the bar, like looking straight at you in the eye instead of looking down. He's like, see, I've only met you for like a day and a half now since you came to this planet. But I gotta tell you, you need to set yourself straight and realize she doesn't see you that way. But why? Why, Edmund? What do I not have? Are have there you never any, heard uh, spec shops in spec <laughs> on shop. the station? <laughs> <laughs> There's only one thing that Z does not have. <laughs> and you see him look at you he's like, have you never heard of the rule? Captains don't date their crew. Ah, Eric just joined our crew. Now they can't be together. Thank you. You made me feel so much better. It's later. Bye. I'm going to run away before he asks for me to pay. That's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> and um, everybody's back on the ship. Uh, while this is all going on, Rel, what are you doing? Are you just like hanging out in the cockpit or something? Yeah, I think Rel's uh, just kind of sitting in the cockpit, just um, kind of staring off into space. Um, literally, or well, I, we're still we're still on the planet, so not not literally. <laughs> technically, you could look I up appreciated in the sky. that, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, you could look up into the sky, and you would be looking at space. That's true. Um, maybe maybe he's just got like some. Like star maps fold up, so he's literally staring at space. <laughs> um, Come on, guys, we gotta appreciate the metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> Problem is, he's seeing metaphors that aren't there. Uh, yeah, Rel's probably maybe even kind of like uh, just kind of staring at it for a while, and then kind of like wipes a tear from his eye. Just kind of shakes his head. Oh, what's he thinking about? Uh, just well, all the stuff that's happened. He's remembering some of the stuff that's. Uh, happened to the people he cared about mm. um actually uh yeah i think that's what's happening is um while you're looking up to the sky you are suddenly um blasted with a strong sense of not sense but you're having a strong memory pop in your head and it's when the deacon of your order kind of just like has you outside the temple fire at night and he's uh cooking some local fish on the planet and He's explaining to you the constellations compared to the planet that you're on. Um, can you tell us something about this person? Like, put him on, 
I'm putting you on the spot here. You need to give me some backstory. <laughs> okay. Um. So this is like the the leader of the order. Yeah. Um. So I kind of assume that he's um I'm trying to think what race he'd be. Uh, and I'm blanking on literally anything other than elf. So I'm gonna go with he's an elf. Mm, okay. Um. He's got uh two cybernetic arms and um a cybernetic eye, and um, he's really old. Like even by elf standards, he would be considered old. Yeah. Like there's probably some of his cybernetics are actually extending his life. Mm. I mean, they definitely are, but you know, beyond the normal, just. Mm-hmm. He, so yeah, what happens is um he's like attending to the fire, like making sure the fish are cooked and all that, and he pulls one of the sticks out of the ground and hands it to you. Um, you're probably pretty young at this point. Like, you joined the order rather young, right? Uh, yes. Um, I, Rel was uh taken in by the monks when he was a baby. So okay. So um, this is probably like when you're like ten years old. Like, you're learning some of the star charts. Like, it's kind of basic knowledge that's needed to be known across the galaxy because people need to know where they're going. Like, we all learn how to, all had to learn how to read maps when we were younger. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like now. Actually, how would you pronounce your first name? Because we actually have always known you as Rel. Uh, Siren. He's like, now Siren, you see those stars right there? You see, looks like two triangle, two like two triangles of three bright stars connected by a light. Uh, Almost looks like a chair. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I see. That is the God King's throne, known as Arjuna. Even though he was of the old gods, they still worship him. He is known as the god of oaths. You understand how important an oath is, yes? Uh, an oath is like a promise, right? Exactly. But oaths, they have a deeper meaning. Before the age of con- of space travel, when we, before our race left our home galaxy, before we found our new home here, oaths were what kept kingdoms together. How men and women of great power may- kept their allegiance to their lords, and how the lords kept their allegiance to their to their servants. It is because of that Indrani is so important in old religions. He was the enforcer of oaths. It was said written contracts weren't important, but if you made an oath between two people under the name of Andrana and you broke it, you were stricken down. Now that practice isn't used anymore, but it does give a lesson. Your word is your oath. Your oath is your bond. He uh, puts his um, fist onto your like his metallic fist onto your heart, over your heart, and he's like, Remember, Syrian, when you make a promise, you are to keep that oath. That is one of the many things that our order always strives to keep, is our oath. And our, one of our major oaths beyond the betterment of our bodies and our souls, but the betterment of the galaxy. We use our enlightenment, our example, to prove the people of this galaxy that things can be better. Do you think you can keep it? Uh, I, I think so. That's a good lad. I eat your fish before and that memory just kind of fades background yeah Rel's just kind of i guess it fades back to just Rel just kind of staring at the star map yep all right so um i guess we're um, if nobody else has anything else going on uh zario you want to do anything well i was gonna see if there was a place i could you know drop off my big blocks of gold or um, currency. <laughs> <clears throat> well you actually before you got i guess we can like backtrack before you got to the ship and it costed um eric um, <laughs> you did find a pawn shop, and since this is a penal colony, it's obviously very sleazy. It's you see bars over the windows, and you see this like very like rotund dwarf like sitting behind a desk that has bars over. It. Like it's completely one way. He oof, there's no way for you to get around the desk or anything like that. It's him facing the door, and you see two guards like outside and one inside the, the building. And he looks at you, he's like, welcome, welcome. How can I help you today? Uh, can I pull out one of the gold bricks and put it down and ask how much I can get for this? He looks at it and, like, takes it under. He's like, hmm. You see him flick his finger on it and, like, trying to listen on it, see how solid it sounds. And um, he th- you didn't see him, like, lick it. It's like, oh, this is, this is the good gold. And it's like... How did you get this? Found it on an abandoned ship. Ah, uh, salvager. That's where I get almost all my good stuff. Yeah, only on my spare time. Mm. Is this the only bar you got? Here. It's the only one I have here. 
on me. Uh, he's like, hmm. He like looks on. He types on his computer and is like, hmm. Okay, for each bar, I can give you fifteen hundred credits. I can see you're using emotion suppressing software. <laughs> <laughs> Hold, Hold on, on, I'm thinking. thinking. Hold on, I'm thinking. <laughs> Damn, Rail should have stolen some of that gold. Mm-hmm. Could have gotten me a new leg or something. How many did I take? I know what. Hold on, I think you I'm... took three and a helmet. Mm-hmm. So how Are much? Are you doing the math? Yeah, how much? Fifteen hundred each. Math is fake. <laughs> Numbers are hard. Give me a minute. No, trust me. Yeah, numbers are very... mm-hmm. for the whole amount. That's almost half a ca- uh, half a tank of gas right there for it's the ship. Four point five, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. forty five hundred. Yeah, make 45. it fifty. Fifty what? F- five thousand. I think he means to say. Yeah, it is like hmm. roll per- um roll um persuasion. Can it be deception? Um, explain how it would be deception. Uh, well, I have already lied a few times. <laughs> um, do I have paper on me? Um, yeah, I would think even though most everybody uses, like, some form of, like, electronic uh, communication, paper's really not that rare to come by, so you can have, like, a few sheets of paper. Okay, can, on a piece of paper, could I write down a, uh, like, a pinpoint space in, like, on a map? Like, just, like, Mm -hmm. I can't think what it's called. Coordinates? Coordinates, coordinates. Can I write coordinates on a piece of paper? Okay. And then I want to slide this to him and say, I couldn't haul the rest of it. But I can give you these coordinates if you add another uh, 20,000. He looks at you and is like, are we talking like, how many bars are we talking about? It was a whole treasury. So 20,000 in total. Just added on. So 25,000 is what you're wanting. Yes. Roll me deception. A 13. He looks at you and is like, I have to have proof you actually have this treasure trove. I'll take the paper, put it back in my sack and say, okay, I'll just take the credits for the three gold bars and i'll pull out the other two he smirks is like 4500 it is and he um pulls out a credit chit for you and then he like bring, prints up some brings up uh some information onto his computer he's like just need your signature right here i'll sign it okay and uh, he takes the gold you've got the credit chit and if you scan it you realize it has the 4500 that you um he promised and then i ask uh do i still have the helmet i still have uh, uh could i uh See if he has any information about the helmet. Uh, so I pull out the helmet and I say, well, I also found this. Uh, do you have any information on this helmet? Um, he um, lifts up the window a little bit and is like, hmm, let's see. It's not as old as it looks. Like, it, for some reason, it's made to look like an old plate mele- uh, plate helmet. Um, it actually has a data um, slot for it. He um, connects his computer to it and is like, hmm. It's a Signet Incorporated um, helmet. Hmm. Interesting. It looks like it belonged to one of their um, their battle suites um, armor suits. Do you have the rest of the armor? I know where it's at, but I don't have it. Hmm. Well, it could still be used without the armor, but all it can do is like give you like like a HUD system here. And let me check. It's like, oh yeah, it looks like you're capable of like linking it up with your uh, your firearm, so you have an easier time firing something at something. Okay. I'll grab it. And it looks like it also looks like if you link it up to any other suit, it can thing like keep track of like your health, like your heart rate, and all that stuff. So basically, for stats wise, what it would do is once per um, once per day, you get a um, automatic plus ten to hit with it. Nice. Okay. And um, if you are um, below half your HP, you can sacrifice. So if you're already at half HP. You can sacrifice a spell slot um, from your warlock um, spells and gain a ten temporary HP for once per day. Perfect. That's cool. It's like it's a shame you don't have the rest of the suit. Apparently, this thing can make you almost invincible. Good thing I know where it's at. Good thing. So, you want to sell it? I tell him no, no. Uh, I grab it, give him a little salute, and walk out the door. Okay. So, um, well, so what do you plan on doing now? Your uh, 4,500 um, credit shrinker, and you have a really cool helmet. Uh, I go back to the ship and uh, go okay. on Spamazon. <laughs> so, uh, Marl, uh, this is probably going to be the last thing for the night before you guys have to launch. What do you plan on doing? Um, Martle's just going to knock on the door to Eric's room 
and wait and see if he answers it. Um, you hear some shuffling, like maybe somebody was asleep, and you see the door open, and it's Eric, as you remember, um, when you first had that date, like, not, as dre- not dressed up, I meant, like, when you went to his apartment, and um, the only thing different is he uh, is shirtless, and he's gorgeous as he looked with that shirt on that Zariel saw. <laughs> um, so Martel's going to kind of lift the glasses in the bottle and just kind of feel like, do you have a minute to talk? He looks at the bottle than you and like pulls back a bit so he can come in. Marta will enter and set the bottle and glasses down somewhere and then turn around to him and say, So, I know you don't like this face, but this is not my only face. And then she will start removing the parts of her elf disguise until she is full tiefling. Um, he, you, when you first say that, you're like, he's confused, but when you start taking off the makeup and like, looks at you, he's like, you know, that kind of explains a bit of the fiery personality you had when we first met. Yes, it also explains how I got away from you so easy. It's not that you were bad at your job, I just had an automatic disguise built in. You, um, see him, like, walk away, sit on his cot, and he's like, so, anything else I should know? Are you don't have, like, a third limb that, like, a third arm I should know about, like, you're not gonna sucker punch me, are you? I haven't had a reason to sucker punch you yet. Physically, at least. Yes. No, I do not have a third arm or anything of the sort. So, what do you want to talk about? (sighs) I'm honestly not entirely sure. I was talking with Theron, which is always a risky thing to do. He seems like he's trouble. He is, but he's not the only one in the family who is. Oh, he's basically my adopted brother, by the way. I remember you mentioning something like that when you were asking for those... Those reports about what happened on the moon. Right, yes. Uh, Speaking of the moon, this is wine from our home. If you want some, help yourself. Uh, What the hell, I can use a drink. Um, Anyways, I was talking with Theron, like I said, dangerous thing to do. And I mentioned that you hated me, and he said that you were actually just emotionally constipated and that you didn't hate me. I don't believe him. You kind of and see him, yet, here I am. You kind of see him, like, fidget a bit and, like, grab a glass um, for the wine and start drinking. And after that long drink, he's like, Marley, this is get. You know how complicated this is kind of, kind of going on right now? Oh, I'm well aware. Baron's not entirely wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm mad at you. Oh, God, I don't I, blame you, like I've said gods, before. By the gods, I am so mad at you. But at the same time, I am happy to see you again. That's nice to hear. It would have been nicer if you had said that before you said that you hated me. It's like, we expect, Marl, is like, first time that I, after I gave you everything I could give you, you staged a, pre- a prison break. Second time I saw you, while in disguise, you caused a heist on what could possibly have been my chance to redeem myself in the eyes of, the, of Parliament. To be fair, I didn't know you were going to be there when that was set up. I'll give you that. And because of that, I've been booted from ser- the service. My name has basically been stricken through the mud. I have been banned from all parliament forces, so I can't join the military. I can't join the co- um, policing. I can't even own a business on par- on parliament. That's harsh. Why do you think things are so are in so much order? We have to be harsh sometimes, or they have to be harsh. And then you just come up and call me when you need something, not to see how I'm doing. Of course I'm going to be mad at you to the point where I might think I'm mad- I hate you. Think about how I think about this. Fair point. But even after you revealed to me that you weren't exactly who you say you were, I still remember the girl who drinks olive juice. It's very good. It is. Now it would be nice if you joined me for this wine that you sent me brought. I will join you for a little bit of it. Honestly, it kind of hurts to drink. Because it reminds you of your home. Yeah. And that's not a place I can go to anymore. And that's where my emotional constipation is. It's a bit of an um, interesting way of, co- of explaining it, but I can see where that makes sense. Tell you what, let's put away the bottle. You see him um, get up and go to his um, pack, and you see him pull out a thermos and pour it into the glass that you're holding. You instantly recognize it as olive brine. You just have a thermos <laughs> of this with you? I'm I'm lit. I was living on a planet that's entirely desert. Where do you think I'm gonna get olive brine? It's probably not that easy to find. No, 
let's just say I have a few friends up on the asteroid that, that were able to get some for me. Well, good for you. He then like gives you a glass of it and he pours himself a glass and is like, so what now? Now we go back to the pirates and I introduce you to my sister and to the pirate captain and we try to get you a job, assuming you want one. If you don't, then I introduce them to you for now. And if you want, you help with the next upcoming thing, and then you go on your way. He looks like he's thinking about it. He takes a swig of his brine and... <sighs> Tell you what, let me do this thing for you, and we'll see where things go from there. Sounds like a deal. Thank you, and I really am sorry. Well, I guess things could be worse. Your whole family could be dead with a symbol carved into their chests. He kind of just looks at you he's like, okay, things could be a lot worse. Yeah. Well, that's just your second family. Your first one could have been drowned. I have not had a good childhood. Maybe that's why I'm emotionally constipated. Maybe. More brine? Yes, please. He uh, pours more from the thermos, and I think that's where we're ending the episode, folks. <sighs> Yay, emotional <Wow>. trauma! <laughs> <laughs> no, Ben brings up a good point. Who here did have a good childhood? I did. <sighs> It's D&D, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the reason why Theron's is all messed up. <laughs> so, oh, uh, I, I thought you were talking about as players. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's>, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Jason, I think you said you wanted to do the outro as well. Uh, remember, kids, in space, one can hear you. We need to do the things, though. Yeah, Whoa. you failed there, Jason. Hey. All right, sorry. You didn't give me the actual stuff. Okay. I'll say that. So, um, remember, folks, you can follow the podcast at CA Expanse Podcast, and you can follow me at RP underscore GGamer. You can follow me at The Void Man. The O is a zero. Follow me on Instagram at Diomedes underscore Industries. I'm at Werewolf, W A E R W O L V. I'm at ND Portfolios. That's the letter N and the letter D. AKA Fluffy on Instagram and Fluff everything. Okay, my turn. Yes. Remember, yes. kids, space. No one use. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>